Hello everyone. We've been looking at the second letter uh, of Peter and we're going to read chapter 1 verses 8 to 11. If these things be in you and abound, they make you that you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather brothers give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Can I say before embarking on our study today that second epistles, second letters in the New Testament, generally speaking, have a special emphasis on the conditions in last days of this present dispensation of the gospel, the church age, in other words. Therefore, there is lots of profession, lots of religion, lots of organized so-called Christianity, but much of it is not genuine, and it's spurious in the eyes of our God. We're going to be looking perhaps next time into what these things actually are. However, today I want us to look at the three times in our reading where the outcome is of either being diligent or neglectful of these things. As you can see, we're homing on in on these two words, these things. Firstly, where do these things need to be? Well, verse 8 tells us, in you. In what measure do these things need to be in you? Verse 8 tells us, abundantly. In other words, increasingly growing, multiplying, actively developing. These things being resident in you and in abundance are an evidence of the reality of your faith. It's confirmation that God is working in your life. And it will mean that you'll neither be barren, that is, idle, nor unfruitful, that is, unproductive, but rather constantly developing in you an increasing desire to know and to outwork practically an ever-deepening appreciation and full knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because, remember, this is the essence of eternal life. As Jesus said in John chapter 17, This is life eternal. In other words, the quality of life eternal is to know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, who you sent. What if these things are lacking, literally not present? Well, there'll be blindness, cannot see afar off, short-sightedness, forgetting the cleansing of old sins, perhaps an evidence of a profession of faith, but not a real one, and therefore no possession of eternal life, religious, without a true work of God in the heart. This is extremely sad, and I would say extremely dangerous. This person is blind, the scripture says, spiritually that is, and is possibly neither able to look into the past with the assurance of sins forgiven, nor into the future with confidence of any entrance at all, let alone an abundant entrance, into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. God forbid that anyone listening today is like that. If you are, my dear friend, 
Seek the Lord. Call upon him. Ask him to make good in your life that which has perhaps only been superficial up until now. The third use of this expression, these things, is not only them being in you and me, not only them being in abundance in us, but what does it say if you do these things? Christian life is an increasing and ever-expanding adventure into knowing the things of God and of getting a better understanding of his plans and purposes. And it's not only knowing what God has done throughout history and what he's, going, what he's doing now, but also that he holds the future. And through his wit- written word, the Bible, lets us into what the future holds in relation to the earth, the world of humanity, to those who refuse his salvation, and more especially to us, his believing people. But can I say lovingly, dear fellow Christian, today... Christian life without doing is mere profession without possession. It's a bit like what they call in university language an irrelevant degree. Someone learns an incredible amount about a subject and goes into the most intricate detail in order to understand everything there is to know about it. They get honours and distinctions in their master's or doctorate or whatever, but it bears no relationship whatsoever to what they do in their subsequent life. It was just an acquisition of knowledge without any practical importance or vital benefit to them or anyone else. It's the doing of these things, our verse says, that brings blessed assurance to our souls of our possession of real and genuine salvation. And it saves us from falling and stumbling. And might I say also, from being the cause of other people stumbling. Because that's what hypocrisy does, play-acting does, to those who are watching. That's what knowing and not doing results in. This is what God had to say about those professed to be shepherds of his people in days gone by. He said, They eat that which you have trodden with your feet, and they drink that which you have fouled with your feet. How dreadful is that? What a sad indictment that is. But that's how it is, regrettably, in those who simply know and don't do what the Word of God says. May God search all our hearts, me primarily this morning, today. May God bless his word to you. God willing... We'll look at at what these things, these things actually are next time. The eight things that we spoke about uh, last time. God bless his word to you.